0: Hello everyone and inside today's episode of Lockdown Canadians we have the lines and defensive pairings for the Canadian season opener against the Toronto Maple Leafs one of Jonathan Drouin or Mike Hoffman is likely to be a healthy scratch or we're going to break that down and the Habs started calling each other out on a TSN video we're going to get into some of the best answers to that and find out who is the biggest Taylor Swift fan on the Montreal Canadiens all that and more inside today's show Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 704 of Locked on Canadians. We obviously are your daily Montreal Canadiens podcast, and if you're listening to wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for subscribing. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the bell so you know whenever we post a video, usually midnight, the day after we record that. So we are in your inbox first thing the day after games and whatnot. I am one of your hosts. I am Scott Mettlin As always, I am joined by the active stick, Laura Saba and Laura. It is finally Montreal Canadiens game day, like actual game day, not they're playing the Senators for the fifth time game day. It is the season opener, it is the home opener. How excited are we even though they're probably going to lose?
1: I'm I'm excited, honestly, even though you know the team's going to be bad. Opening night, there's a feeling and particularly at home. I always get the goosebumps when they call out all the players the names and everything like that. And I'm I'm excited, you know, for Nick Suzuki to be, you know, your captain, Nick Suzuki. And I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm excited for the games to start. You know, we're going to talk a lot about how bad they are this season, but what we're going to be looking for is all the positives. We're going to be looking for the improvements. We're going to be looking for the players who are a little bit more raw to develop aspects of their game. We're going to be looking for, you know, the players that have made the team to show that they have what it takes to be in the NHL. And, you know, I think for me, I'm just, I'm excited. I know it's, it's going to be a tough season. I know it's going to be a long season, but if we can see the offense do fun things while they're allowing a lot of goals, I think that's the best of both worlds. Cause you get that high draft pick, but your young offensive uh, core is starting to take shape and you want them to really maximize what they've got there. And, and, you know, this is going to be the case for the next couple of years. So opening night against Toronto, always feels it it always feels high stakes even when the season itself is not
0: high stakes and we I have the lines in front of me from practice on Tuesday which we are assuming is going to be uh their lineup going into this game against Toronto on the top line it's Cole Caulfield it's Nick Suzuki it's Josh Anderson not really a surprise there uh line two Sean Monahan Kirby Doc and Mike Hoffman Line three, Uri Slavkovsky, Christian Dvorak, and then Brendan Gallagher, Jonathan Druan, And then on line four, Rem Pitlick, Jake Evans, and then Evgeny Dodonov and Michael Pezzetta. Uh On defense, Caden Gooley, David Savard, Arbor Jack I, Chris Weidman, and Jordan Harris, paired up with Jonathan Kovacevic, with Jake Allen, starting in front of Samuel Montembeau. And we are going to talk a little bit about Druan, Hoffman, etc. in uh, the next segment there, because I think there's a little bit to unpack just on what they want to do there to make that work. The biggest thing that stands out for me here is twofold. One, Sean Monahan is in the top six on a wing, which is good. He's there to support Kirby doc. Uh, we know doc struggled with faceoffs in the past and having a second center on that line playing on the wing kind of gives them a little insurance. And then Evgeny Dodonov on the Canadians fourth line Feels a little bit like a spoilment, um some riches that they didn't have last year. I thought Dodonov played really well in the preseason, but you can see that sometimes the speed isn't quite there. Him on the fourth line feels like a treat for this Canadiens team. When Last year, we had Alex Belziel, and we had Raphael Harvey-Pinard, and it was Rem Pitlick, and it was Tyler Pitlick, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Having a guy like Dodonov, who is an established middle six forward, there, uh, that's a matchup the Canadians can win now against Toronto. There is you can win with a pit like Evans, Dodonov fourth line because that would have been their second line last year.
1: And that's it. And I think, you know, that's kind of what you have to hope for is, this season is to be able to roll lines in some measure or respect, just because you know your defense isn't going to be all that good. So you want to make sure that the opposing teams have their hands full. I think it just, it makes sense. Um, I expected Dodonov honestly to be on the first line to start with with Caulfield and Suzuki. I thought that was interesting. But at the same time, I think one thing that Anderson did bring to that line last year that I thought was really successful is distracting and, you know, bull in a China shop while the other two finesse, right? So I think, you know, I, th- I think it's a good plan. I also think that it kind of is, it, the writing's kind of on the wall that Josh Anderson right now, like this is as, as high as his value is going to get this season. So he's probably on his way out as sad as it makes those of us like me who like looking at him. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I do kind of look at things here for a second too. And the biggest thing for me is the offense feels it's not loaded with superstars. It is loaded with very good players and situationally good players, which is fine. A very good sign for a rebuilding team. The defense, however, yes, Mike Matheson is not like this. Like, yes, we know Joel Edmondson is not playing. And yes, Justin Barron is in the AHL. It's young. Like the entire left side is rookies. And the right side is led by David Savard and Chris Weidman, who are at best, you know, bottom pairing, middle pairing guys. And then a guy who's not played a whole lot of NHL games in Jonathan Kovacevic. And it's they're going to get trial by fire here. And we talked about it in yesterday's episode is that Martin St. Louis said there are players who will come and take your spot if you let them. And I think this is their trial by fire. Yeah, uh, it could get ugly. They get real ugly, but Jake Allen wanted to be here through the hard times to get the Canadians back to where they need to be. And I'm interested to see how does Caden Gooley play against Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. How does Arbor Jacki you know stack up to the physicality of regular everyday NHLers and not Senators you know scrub prospects in a ter- in a preseason game? Uh, can Jordan Harris improve on his already game already good game here? There's a lot of questions going into that, and at the same time. If they lose, that's okay, because experience is important in this franchise right now, and that all-rookie left side is going to get a lot of it. And because it's not going to get much better out of the blue, Matheson and Edmondson helps a lot. That cannot be overstated, but we don't know how long that's going to be, and we can't bank on that being anytime soon, especially for Joel Edmondson. So um, light a candle and say a prayer for Jake Allen and Samuel Montembeau this season. They are going to need it. Uh, and coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk about Jonathan Drummond. We're going to talk about Mike Hoffman and who should be the healthy scratch on opening night. And that's all coming up next. But first, we have a word from our sponsors at Simply Safe. And folks, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. And you don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. And I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home they protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. There is so much to be said for having peace of mind that you can go out of town or that you can go out and you know be gone for a while and know that your house is protected by the 24/7 monitoring agent and the simply safe tech support staff who are looking after everything in your house and it's super simple with 24/7 professional monitoring Simply Safe's agents will call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not at home or can't be reached at that time. So, folks, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/slash lockedonnhl. So, and save twenty percent on your Simply Safe security plan when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe dot com slash lockdown NHL to learn more. There's no safe like simply safe. We are back. It is locked on Canadians. We are previewing a little bit of the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs here. We talked about the main lineup and we wanted to touch on two players right now. And. Uh, Jonathan Drouin and Mike Hoffman have both been lightning rods for criticism, both deserved and undeserved in their time in Montreal. Jonathan Drouin, especially, even when he's playing well, can't seem to escape the criticisms of that. And right now, we don't know what the final lineup looks like, but it looks like Michael Pozzetta will likely be a healthy scratch on that fourth line with Evgeny Dodonov there. But... It also looks like Jonathan Drouin or Mike Hoffman might be that other player sitting out in the home opener there. And, Laura, I'm curious. uh, I would play Drouin over Hoffman. I'm still not sold on what Hoffman does better, Um, maybe shooting-wise. But as we've seen, he's not been efficient in his use of that. And I really want to see Jonathan Drouin – under Martin St-Louis and what he can become, if anything, here. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts about him being a potential healthy scratch in the home opener for the Canadians.
1: Given the choice between Jonathan Duran and Mike Hoffman, I would pick Jonathan Duran because his playmaking skills are better. That's a no-brainer, right? That That's why I would put him on there. The problem with Duran is that he has, obviously, lapses and things like that. And I also think that there's some line mates he has better chemistry with than others. So if the choice is between those two, I pick Drouin any, any day. And I think even the people who criticize Drouin would probably pick Drouin over Hoffman because Hoffman's a finisher and Drouin's a playmaker and you want to create against the Toronto Maple Leafs. You have no choice. You're going to be playing catch up the whole time with a team that's speedy and that skilled, especially with the, the kind of defense the Habs have. I would love to see Caden and Gooley shut them down. That would be amazing. I don't know if it's going to happen. I have a lot of faith in Caden Gooley. I got called out for being surprised that he made the team, whereas I predicted he would make the team on opening night roster multiple times on multiple podcasts. I have a lot of faith in Caden Gooley. I'm not surprised he's on the opening night roster.
0: We have learned a lot that Caden Gooley is a lot better than we both initially thought he was going to be. And I think we've admitted as much on this show.
1: Yes, like I, so I have a lot of faith, and I really hope. Like this is the thing: is that I, I don't want to get my hopes up too high, and I also don't want, you know, I don't want to hang all of it on Kaden Guli. But if I see some good shutting down against the Toronto Maple Leafs, even if it's rookie shutting down, I see some promise. I see those flashes. I see those moments. I'm I'm gonna be really excited about tomorrow's game.
0: And to to get to the Hoffman and Ann thing here is that I think they both bring different facets to this that honestly would complement each other. If they could figure out how to get them to work is that drew does well distributing from the periphery of the offensive zone and Hoffman does well when he is allowed to set up and shoot from the right face off circle. The issue is the Canadians struggle with getting the puck into the zone and maintaining possession. They are very one shot, maybe two shots and done kind of thing and that's especially where the power play struggles. This is where both of them should be thriving on the same unit. Nick Suzuki can work with Cole Caulfield. We know that. Druan and Hoffman should be able to work together. And it's going to eventually come down to it is that people are going to get sent down or something, and they're going to need both these guys to be at the top of their game. You don't want Druan to sit as a healthy scratch. That destroys confidence and that, you know, undoes a lot of good that he could be doing here. And, I would play Druan as well. He usually has a strong game against Toronto. And at the same time, this isn't a slight against Mike Hoffman. It's just I don't see it yet. Yeah, he can shoot the puck hard, really, really hard, but it's always missing the net. It's always over the net. It's high and it's wide. The defensive issues aren't or struggles are still there. Druan tries and he's just not very good at it. Andrew Berkshire pointed this out on uh game over. Is Druan tries, but he just isn't defensively inclined. I don't see that same effort from Hoffman all the time. And I I'm very afraid they do. It looks like the Canadians are going to run a five man, five forward second power play unit. And Hoffman is the guy at the point on that. That is your last line of defense. Um, and I'm wondering how long the leash is for either of these guys in games before Martin Louis goes, okay, your turn. Okay. Your turn. Okay, you had a good game. Still your turn. Still your turn. Okay, now now you're done here. Um, I'm wondering how long they can keep this up for because there's not a lot of waiver-eligible guys on this roster right now. They could send down Pizetta and they can send down Slavkovsky. Everyone else, I imagine, would get claimed on waivers right now uh, going down to the AHL, so uh, I'm really curious to see how they juggle all this right now.
1: Um, Sorry for derailing the conversation and talking about Caden Gooley, but also not sorry. Uh, Also, (laughs) um, it's going to be a long season. Both Scott and the listeners, please expect that. There's going to be Lane Hudson derailment. There's going to be Owen Beck derailment. There's going to be Caden Gooley derailment. Uh, Speaking of Game Over, they have fantastic guests lined up for the post game for the first game of the season. Uh, Jay Baruchel, like literally Jay Baruchel, and uh, Arun Singh are going to be on Game Over with Andrew Berkshire. Uh, Scott and I, uh, not in that echelon of guests, but we will be over the course of this season joining Game Over. Uh, I want to just say one thing that um, that I think is really... It's an observ- observation that I have is that if you are scratching either Hoffman or Jonathan Drouin, doesn't that make both of them not in the future of this team?
0: I Actually, yeah. I mean, I don't think either of them really are in the long-term plans either. Drouin is penciled into so many trade deadline things right now because it's the final year of his contract and basically since the midway point last year myself included i've been trying to trade mike hoffman for quite literally anything that will get him off this team right now and i it's not that i don't think mike hoffman is a talented player it's just he does not fit with this current model of the canadians he's a lamborghini in a group that needs pickup trucks to get everyone out of the mud right now and it's it's just not a thing that works. Um, we are gonna we're gonna move along here from I don't want to say dumping on players, but kind of asking some of the harder questions to uh, the Habs asking answering questions about themselves and more uh, closely their teammates. We're gonna get into all that coming up next. We are back. It is the final segment here of Lockdown Canadians. I'm hopeful you were listening to this before the Leafs game because it will be out of date probably five minutes into said game. Uh, We're going to end this with a little bit of fun. Uh, I tweeted a video just before we started recording this from TSN Bar Down where the Canadians were asked to answer questions about their own teammates and calling them out. Uh, Laura has not watched this. So yes. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the most important question right off the bat here, Laura. I'm going to give you uh, the chance to name what three players do the Canadians, both themselves and their teammates, say are the biggest Taylor Swift fans on the team.
1: Cole Caulfield, Michael Pizzetta? No.
0: No. Uh, uh, surprisingly, no.
1: Got to be a younger guy. Uh, oh my God, is Arbor Jacki a Swifty?
0: He was not in this video, unfortunately, which is super okay. disappointing.
1: All right. I would have been so excited. Okay, wait. So I got one of them. Uh, yes. Cole Caulfield. Uh, Brendan Gallagher?
0: Surprisingly, no. Um, Gallagher okay. feels like a very George Strait, like Garth Brooks kind of country guy, for being honest.
1: Josh Anderson? Eh, okay. Uh, Joel Edmondson?
0: Yes. And so this is the one that I didn't think you were going to get, honestly. Uh, Joel Edmondson admits he's a huge Taylor Swift fan. In his own words, I have the red CD in my truck. <laughs> so, um, and if you've got Cole Caulfield and Joel Edmondson, can you name the third one in one more guess? Is it Nick Suzuki? It is. Uh, his teammates are, I should say, their teammates said both Caulfield and Nick Suzuki listen to a lot of Taylor Swift because they are always hanging out together. And Joel Edmondson admitted he's a big Swifty because he has the red album in his truck it's at all times.
1: Album. It's a good album.
0: It, it's, it's very funny. to And then um, can you uh, – this was the one that made the rounds. I saw this from Habs on Reddit, which reminded me to watch the video before we recorded here. Who is the coach's favorite player? Cole Caulfield unanimously. Cole picked Carey Price, which is a (laughs) veteran savvy move uh, in his own right, so uh, which actually leads to the next thing. My favorite part of this entire video was them asking whose parents are, you know, the most involved with the team, and uh, I believe it was Josh Anderson mentioned that Nick Suzuki's parents um, are on podcasts and everything all the time, which now Nick Suzuki's mama Yes, in my head canon, that means Nick Suzuki ha- and Josh Anderson have listened to our podcast where we interviewed Amanda Suzuki about Nick and Ryan and hockey and everything else. So, uh, if you're yes. listening to this, guys, hello, please don't beat me up. I swear also, I mean well. So,
1: yes, also if you're Josh Anders family, please josh anderson not josh Anders. sorry josh anderson's family please call us be on this podcast please 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 uh let's talk about your handsome son (laughs) slash (laughs) brother also um amanda suzuki yes the suzuki's are very involved in nick's life but not in an overbearing way in literally the most adorable badass like the way that you want a mom to be um you know the way that you want parents to be i like can't say enough also if you're owen beck's family please hit us up. We would like to interview you. We want to talk to you about your son's time management skills. <laughs> I want to- why, like
0: Okay, so, so, so hold on. <laughs> if you wanted me to, if, what, to set them up for an interview, why didn't we do this during the rookie tournament when they sat in front of me for three straight days?
1: Because we didn't want to bother them while they were there to watch their son slash grandkids slash <laughs> <laughs> brother slash. Um, but, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, please hit us up on the internet. Uh, you'll find us- um, you know, wherever, where wherever Scott's gonna do the spiel at the end, we wanna be your best friends and we want I I want Owen to teach me time management skills.
0: Uh to finish up that parents question though, uh everyone said Cole Caulfield. Some actually talked about his dad and mom going to away games, and then everyone went, Well, his dad's the coach. So, like <laughs> uh the Canadian's current like headcanon is Martin St. Louis is Cole Caulfield's dad, and Cole Caulfield is Martin St. Louis. Favorite player, which it's short King season once again in Montreal, which is just my absolute favorite thing. Uh, they talked about who always uh, di- uh, ditches the bill. Michael uh, uh always has to go to the bathroom. Chris Weidman and Cole Caulfield apparently tend to skip out on bills a lot. <laughs> um, Brendan Gallagher did not take kindly to being told that he often tries to not pay for things. And in his own words, I've paid for more meals than Jake Evans can count at this point. So <laughs> um, if you haven't watched this video, I highly recommend you do. Uh, yes.
1: Did they do who always does pick up the check? Because I'm they did about not. That
0: they did not. But I assume like Joel Edmondson and like Jake Allen are like the dads of this team. Now with Petrie gone, with Price on IR, with Shea Weber gone. I assume they're the team dads now taking care of... Because apparently... Joel Edmondson's very active in the group chat in that uh, he is constantly trying to set up dinners and lunches for guys on the team to, like, bond, bond. everybody together, and I think that's Ooh. important, and I can see why he wears an A for this team.
1: I think, um, you know, Nick Suzuki's going to start picking up some checks, I think, I think you know, with that, with that contract.
0: <laughs> they're going to make him at this point. He's the highest-paid player on the team that's actually playing right now. Like, and
1: also so a young'un, so...
0: Yeah, uh, and I think my favorite moment is they asked players about who's going to be the most upset about their EA NHL rating, uh, and Uri Slavkovsky, who was a man of very few words, went, I think to would talk about it a lot because Gally always has something to say about everything, and I think that proves that this kid has learned very, very quickly what the dynamic of this Canadiens team is.
1: He's in the group chat. They put him in the group chat. <laughs>
0: Uh, And then also Brendan Gallagher can't stop talking about his time in the WHL. And in the words of Jake Evans, no one cares anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) some people said Hoffman, some people said drew some people said that Nick Suzuki can recall every goal he's ever scored in the OHL. Uh, Brendan Gallagher apparently knows that there's a highlight reel, like a sizzle reel for Jake Evans from Notre Dame that he has. So like I, my final point on all of this before we go is I'm really sad 24CH does not exist anymore because I want to see it with the dynamic of this team where it's not so stick-up-the-butt, like, professional. It's more like
1: – original six team.
0: Here's here's Cole Caulfield Grandpa. and Nick Suzuki being stupid behind the scenes, and here's Chris Wybin trying to sneak out the window of a restaurant so he doesn't have to help foot the bill, like – I, I want to see 24CH come back again because I do miss the behind-the-scenes look at a lot of things, even if the team uh, you know had Michelle Therrien at the helm for all of that. So um, you can watch that video. I tweeted it out. Laura will retweet it from the Lockdown Canadians account or tweet it out on there. Please watch it. It's well worth the 10 minutes you're going to spend on that. And when you're done doing that, please make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts for us and on YouTube. Ring the bell so you get notified. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. We will have all the in-game fun and shenanigans you've come to love from us. Uh, You can follow me at Scott Matla. I will be tweeting GIFs and highlights because I always do. Please don't yell at me. I just make GIFs of what's happening on ice. Follow Laura at The Active Stick who retweets people and my incredulousness at people being mean to me about all of that. And when you are done checking us out, please check out Lockdown NHL where all of our local hosts, have all the info you need and locked on fantasy hockey, who will have all of the advice to help you win your fantasy hockey league this year. Folks, we will see you after opening night.